happens in that first 30 <laughs> seconds of the show before there's actually they can actually hear our voice before we plug in yes but thank you welcome to the jab i am people call me jay this is young al and my name is breezy rando and we're here welcome to episode 11 Whoop. Uh, what is beach. that in spanish uh, I, don't, say I don't know this won't say. yo so we actually um no this is this is still people call me jay we didn't get a new person on here i actually have a nice Who's microphone that I have a nice microphone, like everybody else. Oh, that's yeah, what it Jordan is. Jordan glowed yes. up. I was like, I was like the kid. You know when you like when a guy marries a woman and she already has a kid. I'm that kid, and I just didn't get the cool shit. He <laughs> give his kids the cool shit, and then now I got the cool shit. So my microphone's better. So. Mike game strong. We yeah. love you. Yeah, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. I, I was in the store with Brock earlier today, and when we got this microphone, it's not like you know some balling out the game microphone. It's it's a nice one though. It's not. Oh, it's balling, crazy. baby. It's nice. Yeah. Um, Don't lie. But I, I, was, I was kind of reflecting back to a few years ago, like five or six years ago when I was making music. Um, I went to, I don't remember where I went. I think it was Walmart, actually. And I got a microphone. It was like 40 bucks. And that was like breaking the bank for me. And Damn. it was like a shitty old uh, microphone. It came with a demo program for Pro Tools. Was it the T-Pain microphone? The uh, IM T-Pain? No, <laughs> damn near. <laughs> um, and I remember how like dinky that mic was and stuff. And it was just kind of funny to think like, and you know, we're still f- fitzing around with media and it's still relevant, you know, microphones in our life. So it's kind of cool. I like it. Yeah, definitely. It's um, still available. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know. Brock, like when you look, like, okay. So Brock, can I explain something for our listeners a little bit? Sure. Um, how'd you grow up? Did you grow up like, you know, what kind of family did you grow up? Oh, my, my, my yeah. whole story. Damn. Okay. So uh, when I was, when I was born. Uh, I, that's enough. I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> I just, um, I'm a robot. I've been 24 for a long time, and mm. I never really grew up. I was mm. always like this. You yeah. weren't born, you were made? Correct, yeah. Rockbot. Correct. I was made. Ooh. No, I was, so uh, my, my parents uh, got married at a very young age, and they weren't very uh, wealthy, I guess yeah. you could say. We grew up in a trailer park. Oh, um, lovely. Yeah, it was, you know, we lived there for like the first five years of my life and at the time i didn't really see anything wrong with it because you're a kid you know, yeah. you know whatever but my do you parents, have like memories from the trailer park yeah, and all yeah i remember yeah. it uh for sure um i feel like a trailer park's like a petri dish of genetic defects you know like <laughs> they, you got them all they're all there yeah you're lucky you got out makes sense yeah i remember i mean i definitely remember eating a lot of like peanut butter sandwiches or like my favorite snack was like just like cheese and bread you know yeah. like just, cheese bread. just really simple really simple <laughs> snacks um, Some cheese bread. Yeah. I remember, you know, my my parents were so excited when they were able to buy a house and move out when I was yeah. like five. So, um, but you know, since then, my parents have always been working to like create a, a better life for my brother and I when we were growing up, and uh, that was always super inspiring to me. So, yeah, just having kinda... hardworking parents, I think, makes a big difference. Big, big difference. Yeah. Al, what about you? Um, when I was super young, um, my parents were both hardworking. Um, typical jobs. My dad made decent money. My mom made decent money. And I was very, like, family-orientated. So, like, I had a lot of family around when I was super young. And then when I hit around, like, four or five, just kind of things went south. Yeah. And um, 
like my dad was an alcoholic and all that stuff and um, couldn't keep a job so it made life kind of hard because I came from like getting gifts and things like that when I was younger to not not getting anything and um, you know my mom stayed working and she always tried to give me what I what whatever um, she could afford or what we could get but it's always a little bit harder so uh, moving a lot just a lot of (laughs) (laughs) I tried to be like casually taking his socks off I saw too much. Yeah, when I was super young, like we lived in like in a cul-de-sac, and I had a good like neighbors and neighborhood and all that stuff. Yeah. And then um, as I started getting older, we started moving a lot and like into cheaper and cheaper places to um, you know make things get get by. So I've been through kind of yeah a little bit of this and that. So what do you think? It, how do you, do you think it's impacted you for the better? Like now? Oh, big time! Yeah, yeah. Rock? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it it, it kind of defines yeah. a lot my kinda, work ethic. I kind of feel like it's really hard for kids who come from everything, like have kind of everything handed to them. It's, I think it's hard for those guys and gals to like fend for themselves when they have to. Mm-hmm. You know, because I absolutely. know of some stories of some people who just they're just not they don't they don't they're like you know about my age and they're just starting to do the things on their own, like mm-hmm. just starting to fend for themselves, and they suck at it because mm-hmm. you know it's they've been. Yeah, everything's been handed to them. Yeah. They, you're not really forced to grow up. At do you rate. feel like? Do you feel like that trend will continue with our generation, like our kids? You know, like do you think the people that are our age will have kids that are fending for themselves more often or like less? Often? So I have a theory about this actually. So I feel as my parents' grandparents were super hardworking and they're the ones that achieved most of the things in, of the generation that were able to hand down to those kids, like my mother's generation. So when that happened they didn't get a lot of love because their parents were hardworking. So they got like the ringer and like, you need to do good and be the best at everything. So when, um, now when they grew up, they had us and they didn't get the love and everything that they wanted from their parents. So they're like, Oh, I'm going to be super close to my son and be best friends with him. Cause I, I didn't have a friendship with my parents. So now our generation is more like, uh, things are handed to us. We're like babied a lot. Like I remember even though I didn't have much, like my mom would always clean like my bathroom and shit. Like she's just super pumped to come over and like clean my house. She's like, "Hey, if you need any help, like let me know." Uh-huh. So even to this day, some things are just kind of like. I feel like mothers have this inherent thing to snoop. They want to know what's going on in oh, your, your bedroom in your life. They want to using know. using cleaning yeah. as a, an excuse to come over, flipping over shit. Yeah, <laughs> easily flipping, so. knocking stuff around in the closet. What's in here? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think it'll be interesting to see what like. Um, people from our generation's kids will turn out like yeah, you know, it'd be it'd very be definitely interesting because I think we're the most open-minded generation, the most open-minded one. Yeah, I would say that. I would say technology is going to be a big role, like for sure. My I see parents that like give their kid the iPad yeah. or the day or like oh I don't want to um like I'm busy I'm doing something so here's the iPad Dude, we didn't have that I was at a, a different experience I was getting my car detailed today and I was sitting inside the lobby and this lady was sitting on the couch kind of like to the left of me and her kid had an iPad like a it, she he had an iPad with like a super protective case <laughs> and that shit was beat to shit oh, like, like it was all it. cracked and like scraped up and this kid was wandering around the lobby like he kept talking to me and like coming over by me and trying to show Jordan. me his game <laughs> yeah it was like <laughs> He's like, and then, you know, it's, it was just funny, but like, he kept like trying to show me the game and he was like, that's a TV. He's like, there's another one over there. You know, uh-huh. just like pointing stuff out. And the mom's like on the phone 
and stuff mm-hmm. and she's like not even acknowledging him you know hmm. like just letting him talk to me and i'm like what if you know like what are you mm-hmm. doing lady <laughs> like eventually like he handed me the it's funny because another child came in mm-hmm. and he handed me the laptop like or the the ipad like hold this shit mm-hmm. and he wouldn't play with the other kids i'm just holding this kids like what really ipad yeah so i started playing the game it was hot wheels and that's pretty cool yeah, it was fun yeah it was a little fun <laughs> and then i felt weird you yeah know, he was not by cool. me anymore yeah. and i just had a big <laughs> green like fucking it, it was Dude. like the iPad was inside of like a big thing, so like must be for them not to lose it. So it was like a big ass <laughs> green toy. Oh Did the mom like ever look over she, at you? No, she didn't. I handed it to her though. Like she saw me like handing it. I, I gave it back to her because I was like, "This is weird." Mm. She's like, "Who yeah. the fuck is this?" And guy? Then I was like, "Am I the creepy dude who just <laughs> too, <laughs> too into the kid?" You know, I was like, "Oh, cool, Hot Wheels." You know, I'll hold this. You go do your sure. thing, bro. So, so I feel like with every generation, there's going to be more technology. Like mm-hmm. we weren't necessarily growing up with an iPad in our hands and stuff. We were the first generation to have like access to a home computer, you know? Yeah. Uh, I remember like when home computers first started getting popular, I was like four, you know, yeah. like I remember like dial up internet and stuff. Oh, dial up. <clears throat> yeah. You couldn't be on the phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you're on the internet that the shit time? was that. It's you know, fucking wild. Yeah, you couldn't be on the phone. I remember land, like lines, like actual mm. cables. Yeah, anytime I had to make a phone call, I had to unplug it from my computer mm. to let the op- uh, phone lines open up. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. That wasn't that long ago. That mm. was like what, fifteen years ago? Look how fast Maybe things. Yeah, no, was, I think that yeah. I, I the, that's fast. It's as like hell. our generation. Like we're part of like the biggest um, technological advancing gap. Like in the sense, like our ten years, the post ten years, like it was not nearly as fast as um, a growth. Well, I have a theory that when you're, you know, when you're given more technology, you're able to uh, progress faster. Yeah. You know, because you have more tools. So if you look at past, like it's just uh, exponentially, like, like progressively getting uh, easier to advance technology and find out information. Yeah, you know, like when it was, when it was the eighteen hundreds, like. You were just know you just knew what you t- were taught. There'd be an invention that would somehow make it to you, you know, like a toaster. It, like, oh, Random. it finally made it to Kansas. <laughs> Fire! <laughs> Somebody yeah. like brought a letter. It's like, hey, we have the wheel now. <laughs> but like now, it's just like and the, on Twitter and stuff every all the time. Yeah, you know? like, I feel like it's gonna be. Um, maybe Twitter was a bad example. <laughs> it's weird because like even having conversations with people, like someone would be like, oh, guess what? And I'm like, oh, I already know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I've read about this. it. Yeah, it's yeah. in my hand. Yeah, right. Have you um? There's a a sex robot brothel coming to Houston. Oh, that's shit. a weird jump in. A sex robot is a weird. Like we talked about. Wait, this so everyone's gonna be using the same dolls? I don't know how it works. Hopefully not. It's like a hookah. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> <give> <laughs> it in something. <laughs> Few questions. These are my. These are the questions I have. Do you remember learning CPR and they gave you everybody had their own mouth? You had your own yeah. mouth and lips yeah, piece. Yeah, is like it going to be like in. that with vaginas? Is it going to be like your own? You take it home with you. Byob. Second thing, it's like this. Ro- like you ever think about how fucked up this is? Or like it's 120 bucks an hour, by the way, for an hour with an inanimate object. Dude, the, but those dolls are expensive. Yes, but so let's so check that. Quanto. <laughs> how much this for a doll? doll <laughs> this doll is just laying in this room getting farked all day. By just everybody, it's just—it's crazy, disgusting, man. It's mad, disgusting. And if you think about like, where does that? They do. They could probably keep people's samples. E- to start an army because no, you got to bring your own. These bring your own <laughs> pussy. <laughs> and so you know, so the first one was in Canada. Did, the first one did really well in Canada, and so they brought it to Houston because like Houston's really well known for its sex trafficking and. Some some shit says that it's supposed to help deter sex trafficking, which I feel like it won't. I feel like it'll be a warm up step to real shit. Like some dude's like uncomfortable with it, he'll go get the sex robot and he's like, okay, okay, and then he steps it up to a real girl. Yeah, it. it well, it's, I guess it's a reason of why they do the sex trafficking in the first place. What are their reasonings and emotions connected to that? Because like 
I mean, a sex robot, is it going to fucking talk back and shit? Yeah. Well, what is our, we researched this before, and they talk, and like, but... Do you know which ones are coming to the brothel? Yeah. Are it's going to be the dolls, or are they going to be the full-functioning I don't. It'll, robots? I don't know. It, there'll probably have to be something right. more to it than it just laying there and, you know, taking it. Yeah. It, it's weird that, like, dolls are being introduced as a solution to people's, like, sexual fantasies. Yeah. Remember we were talking about... Um, how they're introducing like kids, like yeah. for like pe- pedophiles and stuff like that. Like that's messed up. It's so fucked up, dude. And like, like, oh, I don't need to go uh, buy a prostitute because I got this doll. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like people can't control. Do you themselves. think that would deter people? No, like I said, I think it's just it's not going to be enough at some yeah. point. I mean, look at okay, so say alcohol, Ew. right? You can get um, flavored uh, alcohol flavored like soda and shit. That doesn't stop someone from drinking the actual thing. Oh, or like non-alcoholic oh, yeah. beer and stuff? Yeah, you know, like, you just had the taste of it. So, like, if I'm an alcoholic and I'm like, I just need a taste of a beer, and then I go and get uh. the fake ones, that doesn't make me think, oh, shit, like, I shouldn't drink a beer right now. Yeah. Mm. It's never sad. It's never enough. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's a weird world. It's really hard to try to put yourself in, like, a pedophile's shoes, you know? Like, well, I, I wouldn't even want to try. No, fuck that. You know, yeah, we, we were just talking about the dolls and stuff like that. Like, you know what's crazy? Help? It's like, I don't even... It's like, there's so there's so many acts of, um, like, I guess you'd just call it statutory rape. There's so many acts of that in, like, the um, celebrity world that just aren't... They're ignored. Like, Tyga, yeah. Drake's mm-hmm. thing, Takashi 6 ix thing. R. Kelly's thing didn't get Dude, ignored. They brought that up a if, lot. If you're fucking, like, even thinking of anything like that, I feel like you deserve to be like locked up. Yeah, but it's a, but the, see the, again. So the weird thing is like, I'm not defending anybody, but to the degree, right? So it's different if like a, like a 30 year old man has sex with a 17 year old girl is is bad, but it's much worse if it's a nine year old girl. You know what I mean? Yeah, game changer. But it's just weird how like so you grow a lot from nine to 17. Yeah, even. I, <laughs> because <laughs> i was thinking like you said 17 to 30 right like when you know when she's uh 37 to 50 you know like you grow way faster when you're young you know so like that age gap is gonna you be different it's older. So creepy. you grow a lot from 9 to 17 no i didn't i did not say it like that. I, didn't you see him put his finger in his belly button when he said it yeah. that was the water boys you grow a lot oh my god i never did not do that for the record but basically the point i'm making is nasty like, the point the point that i wanted to make is like it's just I feel like it should be not accepted, period, for anybody at all, no matter what kind of celebrity status you have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. Nobody gets a pass. Celebrity privilege. But those dude. guys get passes, and that's fucked mm-hmm. up. Uh, yeah, I, like, think, I, th- I think the time's up for that shit, though. Honestly, like, I think like a lot of people are getting put on blast. Dependent stillish. They just locked Cosby up. <laughs> yeah, they did. Eight Man, years. God. Dude, you know what's crazy? I went on Twitter, and I searched. I was like, I wonder if people are tweeting this. I searched free Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. So many people were tweeting free Bill Cosby. Like, what's- he ain't do shit. Like what? Did you look at any <laughs> profiles? Yeah, I looked. What were they like? A mix of people, or was it no some specific it was, type of person? It was, it was mostly what's the mostly number? Black what's the number of women that accused him? Does anybody know? It's, it's like fifty something. Let's see. I'm it's gonna... like a Steph Curry game. So Bill Cosby, y'all, you want to hear the numbers? Lay it on me, Jay. More <laughs> than more than sixty women accused him, and they just have a list of when and who and what year. Dude, 69 was the year for Cosby. I'm eight people deep, and he's still in 69. Damn. All right. That's disgusting, dude. dude. It's just crazy. Like, it's like they have a chronological order of the women and then pictures and... Fuck, dude. It's like, how do you, like, not believe that? How did I watch him on TV and just, like, look at him like a dad? 
Yeah. Well, he he just he didn't seem like the type of person who would do that just based off of like his show and stuff okay. like that. But. So so some of them are shit like this. So number seventeen is Helen Haynes. Hayes in 1973 says the former legal secretary says that she met Cosby at a tennis tournament in Pebble Beach, California. She claims Cosby followed her around and grabbed her breast. That's that's dirty and creepy, but yeah. it's not. It's sexual assault. It is for sure, but like I don't think you know what I mean. Like it's that's not, not forced vaginal penetration. Fuck, <laughs> 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 bro! Like, pull back a little bit. Um, I'm I'm worried about what grill, you're gonna say. Grilling me? No. What I'm saying is like. I thought that it was 60 women that he, like, drugged and raped, you know? Oh, like, like in, it's yeah. just, I didn't know that some of them were, were smaller degrees of assault. Yeah. Don't you be so, sticking up so for Bill Cosby, down. Jordan. Bill Cosby was, like, my first book that I read. I remember you going to the library. Shape. Yeah, we, we actually talked about this. And then, um, like, my grandma, she loved Bill Cosby. Yeah. Like, she was just like, oh, he's so attractive and all this shit. And I was he's, like, where? Like, back in the day when he was, like, a track runner and shit. Yeah. You see that shit? No. Pudding pops. I bet he has no leg hair. Like Jada Kiss? He used to be ripped. <laughs> yeah. He used to be ripped. Bill Cosby? Mm-hmm. Fuck Bill Cosby. You think he's... It's just... It's just it, it would be interesting to have a conversation with him about it. You know? Yeah, he's blind now. What? No, yeah, he's blind. <laughs> I think, yeah, if he did it, he deserves it. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, dude. He can go so why aren't you so mad at Drake? Um... Why aren't you so mad at all these other people? Well, you know, like, there's def- where's, that, there's, where's that animosity with R. Kelly? Like, where's there's that- definitely no record of Drake. You just told me yesterday that you thought Takashi Six Nine was cool. There's a record of him having sex with an underage girl. Yeah, no, I said it's it's too bad that happened because I I do think he's like really funny and his music's good, but like he still did what he did. Yeah, it's still not the same level of animosity. But well, gets. yeah, I mean, it's because the sheer they numbers. are much different situations. Yeah, well, he's but I know I know what you're saying. Honestly, like I, I really hope he learned his lesson. Like he he made an accidental mistake, according to the story. If that's true, then like hopefully he just learned his lesson and he only fucks girls who are above eighteen. Yeah, yeah, and to you know what extent? This is another thing. Is like, do you give someone the benefit of the doubt like do you trust what they're saying no because lawyers lawyers no matter what you did their job is to make it sound like you didn't do anything wrong i know yeah for so sure. that fucks up the system yeah. because so like even who do he, you believe yeah it's like mm-hmm. even if takashi knew what he did he his lawyers be like don't fucking say that yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure that's what that's why i said like if that yeah. story is the way Dude, being a it. judge would be hard as fuck mm-hmm. yeah hell yeah you all see that stuff with the judge taking that flack right no he's not a judge he's a mm-hmm. supreme court he's trying to be a supreme court so oh yeah didn't he go hell off yeah. on someone there was, and shit, there, like i didn't baby. watch it all man i've always watched bits of it i want to watch the whole thing front to back because like i've just seen clips and sometimes clips can be like cut up and made you know to yeah, make a certain way for sure but it's intense that's for sure and a lot of people are fucking talking about it and a lot of people are pissed about it yeah they're saying they want him like out and shit you know what, what interesting conversation that i was talking to a friend of mine about the other day with this is um I think back to like some of the ways that I acted when I was like sexually engaged with girls when I was young, and mm. it was like it was just. It, now, obviously, I'm not saying like I you know went and did some Cosby shit to girls, but like I was more aggressive than I needed to be and disrespectful. I think yeah. at times, so like that was when I was like 16, right? Mm-hmm. So if I was 35, 40 years old, and that shit got brought up, like how fucking shitty would that be to have something that you did when you were 16 and young and dumb? You know, det- depending on the degree, yeah, yeah, yeah. like affect you when you're 40, you know, like your career and life when you're 40. Yeah. You know, because like, I did some stupid shit besides that. Like, I just did a bunch of other dumb shit. Like, I got in trouble. I, like, I robbed a drug dealer one time. Like, we used a gun and we all got fucking caught. And that, if that would have defined, if that would have been like something that never got let go of, like, I got, they basically, I got a, the benefit of the doubt and they gave me a, they cut me a break and gave me an opportunity to prove myself, right? Mm-hmm. And that was a violent crime. And like, you know, 
don't know. It's just crazy no, to think that sense. sometimes that shit can come back on you like that. And to what extent, you know, do you, you trust that judge so much? And say someone does the time, right? Yeah. Like society says they do 10 years. So society says they do 20. And they do 20 and then they get out. And then people still don't, you know, give yeah, that person the benefit of the doubt. You're never free. Yeah. because yeah. And society's saying this mm-hmm. and that. Not that society's correct, but mm-hmm. who, where, which side do you... Have How do you make those decisions? Have you mm. have y'all ever like watched stuff on wrongfully convicted people? There's a there's a podcast called Wrongfully Convicted. Interesting. It's so good because that shit's intense. You know, could you imagine yeah. like going to prison for for you know say even just a year for something you know you didn't do? I was wrongfully accused of a lot of stuff in high school, like in the office. I know it's not to the yeah. same degree as like people catching murder charges. Yeah, but there are a lot of times where I didn't do what they said I did, and I told them the truth, and they're like, "Well, I'm sorry, I'm still gonna have to give you detention." Yeah. I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, same. like there's no, you're not even gonna allow me to like prove myself. Granted, like they won't even believe me. You know, yeah. like they had this idea of me because of the type of people I hung around with in high school, so they just assumed that I was you're doing bad. No good two shoes. I mean, I wasn't fucking an angel then, you know, like at the time, but. Uh, I wasn't never, always doing the shit that I said. That they never gave you the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I'm, I just read, actually, in Seattle, um, they will vacate more than 500 marijuana convictions because they Great. say they were um, targeting people of color. Nice, right? dude. That's so, awesome. Dude, it's just, I don't know, man. Fuck yeah. Sometimes you just hear about shit that's going on in the world. It just blows my mind that it's it it is the way it is. It, sometimes it's just, I mean, life isn't supposed to be like all equal and fair, but like some shit, like that wrongfully convicted stuff is so, it's so disgustingly unfair. Unfair. It's And like, especially in like colleges, football and stuff like that, mm-hmm. to ruin people's chances to get anywhere. Dude, speaking of like justice system and stuff like that, I uh, Kanye's been fucking wilding lately, but he, <laughs> he tweeted something today about abolishing the 13th Amendment, which I didn't know what it was, but what it was, was uh, it ended slavery essentially. But it says, like, it's, you know, it's wrong to have uh, indentured servants or slaves unless they're convicted of, of a crime, which is weird. Like, I didn't know that. Like, it's legal to Holy enslave someone if, they convicted a, or if they're convicted, like, criminal. So then they become a slave. And, he's, and so that's, he, like, the prison system? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's just crazy to me that that's still legal. Yeah. And... Like, when he tweeted about it, I was like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, Kanye's talking about slavery again. Like, this isn't good. Yeah. And I looked at it. I was like, damn, like, that's fucking crazy, dude. Mm. This is, I don't, and I don't know if, if they're, like, if that's what that means, like, prison. Because essentially, you're, you know, you are, like, you're not allowed to do anything. Yeah, you lose you, your rights. You kind of are a slave in yeah, jail. You, you lose everything. Like, they feed you. And they make you, like, do stuff there, right? Like, you have yeah. to work there. Yeah. Sometimes. They, License plates? Well, they tell uh, you they what cartoons. you're doing all day. <laughs> yeah. You have no say in anything. Yeah. I was in jail for two days. Yeah. For two... Not even... Okay. So, I was in jail for, like, half of a day, a full night, and then half of... Most of the next day, and then, like, by two... So, basically, I went to stay, I went to jail at four o'clock on Saturday, and oh, I got out of jail... Yeah. I got out of jail Monday. Sunday night, or oh, Monday morning yeah. at 2 a.m., yeah. right? Um... And in that short period of time, just, bail bonds commercial right now. <laughs> yeah, in, in, that, in that short period of time, like it was crazy because I was so I was paying so much attention to the way that I was being treated and looked at. Like I, Hell got, yeah. I got to the point where I felt like a monkey behind the glass. Mm-hmm. Like when the guards would walk past, like it just felt like you're in a zoo, and it's just like how they feel when like, their people just walk watching. Past. Yeah, creatures. and then 
like the way people move around is like everybody's kind of sitting and they make you get up every few hours. Like so, you get up at like four in the morning and just stand in your doorway until everybody else does. They make sure Damn. you didn't die or kill yourself. So like you're just standing in the doorway, no matter how tired you, you gotta get up. They're gonna keep fucking calling your name, yelling. And then they they could do count and you can go back to sleep. And a couple hours later, like every thing's like two or three hours, you have to get up, go to the, like stand in your doorway and be like count, yeah. accounted for. They like brainwash. You yeah, and, and then, like shit. the light in the ceiling makes a noise. It's like one of those really bright <sighs> like lights. So, yeah, there's a noise there. Fuck. Nothing that you have is very comfortable. Like mm-hmm. your clothing isn't comfortable. It's all dirty. Like someone else used it. Like there's yeah. just a certain degree of psychological pain that you go through just oh, from these sure. little little things. That just little things. Like even for example, so you get up at four in the morning. That's when you get your breakfast if you want breakfast, right? So it's like a little thing of milk, a little cup of cereal, and then like a fruit or some weird bread with yeah. cinnamon on it, right? So if you don't eat it, then your milk's gonna be warm by the mm. time you do you know what i'm saying like who wants to eat breakfast at four in the morning so like it's a weird thing it's like eat it now or, or yeah be don't warm, eat it at you all because sure. yeah, you don't have to keep it's it like cool. a child yeah it's very 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 weird yeah i remember my my father was in and out of um jail and every time he went in he changed a little bit every time he got yeah. out like mm-hmm. you know you could just see it in his face and the way he like acted and things like that like it's weird yeah. it fucks with you mentally man yeah i can't imagine people who do that stuff for you know 30 years it worked for gucci man and he, not thirty years, but like eventually, he's just got sick of it. Yeah. I think. I think um, you you have it's a mental game. Yeah. If you mental can be stronger than that jail, mm-hmm. then like you can turn into like a Gucci. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like I've seen people get out of jail and they're just like amazing. They're just yeah. like fuck that shit. I'm never oh, going yeah. back. It's like but motivational speakers and stuff like that that got caught up in the wrong wrong shit. I saw, actually saw a video on uh, Twitter. I thought it was super fucked up. Um, it the cops. Uh, pulled these guys over. They were like leaving the club as late at night. It was two black guys, and like there's a bunch of fucking cops there. And they were gonna let them out of the ticket if he did the Kodak Black dance, like the no flocking dance or whatever. And it's kind of fucked up. They're like, dance for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'll let you go. Isn't that fucking weird? Yeah. That's like, that's racist as hell, right? Yeah. Making is. someone dance for, you know, they're using their power to make them do, like, embarrass themselves. Well, if that was in a movie say like based in like the slavery days or something that would be so bad mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah like what you know that it's like, like dance for me boy like, yeah exactly yeah. like that's fucked it was for like white cops for sure yeah and but, they're like they dance your way out of the ticket right embarrassing him in front of everybody but everyone thinks that nowadays like um racism's gone and shit mm-hmm. it's um it's, it's sometimes i feel around. like it's not talked about would you yeah. wait before we get in would you guys do that if a cop would like, i dance would you dance for a cop to get out of a ticket yeah I don't know. Just deal with the embarrassment it, it, later. It really, I don't know, man. It depends, honestly. Like, there's a part of me that wants to say that I would for sure, just because it'd be like the logical thing. Like, mm. don't get in trouble, just dance. Yeah, right. But then there's another part of me, like, if more than one was watching, like, I just, mm. this, there'd be something inside me, like, you know what, fuck it, I'll go to jail. For, yeah, I'll take I, a ticket I rather than do so this. I get so nervous from the fucking police. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah you probably wouldn't I think about so, it at the time. You know, I, got, I, I used to get really nervous around them until I realized that they're, they're just people. Like, when I was a little kid, my mom, my mom was like always. There was always cops somewhere involved for some fucking reason, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I got I was really used to be really scared of them, but then I started to like see and realize that like they're just people. Like they don't even their training isn't so like some of them are obviously better than others, but like some of them are just fucking regular ass people who got a badge and a gun because they did this six months of this or whatever, you know. And once you realize they're not like superheroes, you know, it's they're not as scary. Yeah, I'm not really scared of that. I'm scared of the authority they they can yeah, have over you someone can't question it yeah like there's nothing like everyone's like read the law do this like yeah. the law doesn't fucking matter yeah. they'll do whatever the fuck they want if they think it's right yeah you know probable cause all that shit like that's 
really it's really simple for them like i remember sure. i got searched one time and when i got pulled over and like i was terrified and dude was like grabbing me like fucking weird you know like pulling me around and shit yeah. mm-hmm. and i was like there's nothing i can do right now yeah mm-hmm. like anything i do because i was in you high school tell them to stop you know yeah. like they're not going to yeah that's what scares me yeah i tr- but i do give them the benefit of the doubt like if they pull over i'm obviously not like freaking out i'm just like if something goes south right now like that could you know, end a lot of shit it's 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 uh, it's weird because like you you recognize that it's a good thing that they have that much authority because if they didn't it'd be different it would be kind of like a useless tool but it's also mm-hmm. just terrifying to see that someone yeah. has they can just shoot you with a taser and like tell you to shut mm-hmm. the fuck up and, and like you, you know well i think we you know all of, all of us here like have had negative experiences with police for the most part so when when i you know, like when i see them like my head instantly goes like, oh, I'm going to get fucking arrested or I'm going to get yeah. in trouble, you know? Yeah, so easily. I never, when I get pulled over, it's never like, oh, like, it's this is going to be a pleasant experience. Yeah. You know, I'm never like uh, excited to get pulled over. Like, I know some shit's going to probably happen because it's like they're, they're wanting to talk to me to maybe get me in trouble. Right. They never just want to talk to me. Yeah. They're there to talk to me because I probably did something wrong. Not that I'm out here just like getting pulled over all the time, but like, yeah. Yeah, like recently, um, I got pulled over and my insurance expired, and it was like a week that I was driving without insurance just because I was like, oh, I get paid Friday, like I'll get it then, and like renew it, whatever. And um, I got pulled over in that week. I didn't have insurance. No. And um, I just left work, like I was driving out, and he came, he stopped me. It was like license registration, and I just gave my license, and I was like, I don't have insurance, man. I was just complete honest. I was like, I don't have insurance. He didn't give me a ticket for it. Nice. Yeah. yeah so, I, as I, I'm working on it, but those bad experiences stay it in my head. It only takes a few bad ones. Mm. Like I was still like shaky sure. too. I was like, I didn't even do anything. I just left work. I'm in like nice clothes, and I'm still like shaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I. So I, I've been very irresponsible about updating my driver's license since I moved down here. I did you, my. You said I, very irresponsible. Or irresponsible. Oh, yeah. I did my uh, registration because like I have to. You know that they can see that. But I still have like my Minnesota driver's license. And oh, it's I a pain, bro. It sucks because like I just, it would be easy for me to do it. I just need to do it, you know. So uh, I have this fear that I will get pulled over, and then my thought is to just lie to them. Like, yeah, it will work. I did it for three years with my license. But, I didn't renew until for three years that I lived here. Did you ever get pulled over? Yeah, or anything? Did and they I just ask? told. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, I just moved here. They don't ask like no. what day, you know, because it's supposed to be ninety days. Yeah, I, think. Yeah. I, I didn't do it for like here. the first like, year or two. Yeah. All right, I'm just gonna keep putting it off. Then. Yeah, We're but good. like it's still, it sucks because you're gonna have to get to a point where I had to redo my driver's test. What? Oh, yeah, you did. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. Was man. it on the road test? Yeah, and you Damn. know what sucks about it is like I was like oh, I did this before. I don't, mm. <laughs> I'm know, a pro driver. I can't parallel park. Oh really? I really mm. it's a it's a thing for me right like it's a i will walk two blocks three blocks i don't give a fuck like it's i can't even do it very well i never really had to do it and so uh so when my license expired i went to go get get it and they're like we well, gotta do the testing i was like shit so i just scheduled the road test and i was like i know how to drive i'm not worried about it mm-hmm. so i go to my road test and uh the very first thing you do is parallel park and like there's Damn. a set of lines there's a set of lines off to the right and some cones and i asked her, i was like do I park in between those cones or on the other side? And she's like, you can't park on the lines. Like she's like parking on the other side of the cone. Oh, I see. So I was like, fuck man. <laughs> it was like the <laughs> first thing. I was like, shit. And it threw my whole game off, but yeah. I passed. 
Nice. But she like yelled at me for accelerating through turns oh, or something. Something but, stupid. Um, I when I moved to Minnesota, I had to take it retake a test, but it wasn't on the road. It was like a paper test. Yeah, and that stuff is hard because you're like, how many feet are you mm, supposed yeah. to be from? I cheated that whole test. Yeah, dude. <laughs> in fucking high school, I cheated at whole, all the questions. So I when I went into it, I was just like, I'm gonna get some information about it, you know. And then they were like, Well, do you want to just take it? I thought I had to like uh, sign up for it or something like that. They're like, Yeah, you can just take it now if you want. I was like, all right, you know, I don't have anything to lose. I passed it. Hell I got yeah. just enough. Like, you need 80%. I got 80% exactly. Yeah. And But it, those questions were hard. I definitely got lucky because I didn't know the answers. Yeah. I had to do my motorcycle test, and that shit was fucking hard. Oh, yeah. But the weird thing is, like, parallel parking, you don't need to do it much longer. Yeah. Like, cars do that mm-hmm. shit for you. And, like, rear view cameras and stuff. Is thanks, Elon long. Musk. Yeah, thanks, dude. I'm still waiting for my <laughs> Tesla. I'm getting a fucking Tesla. Hell, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a tesla when i get my money right i'm getting a tesla. i know you know i feel like <laughs> i feel like there's like a, a a girl out there who just named her daughter tesla oh that'd you know be fresh because like sometimes it's like it's like that like the cultural thing to do is like mercedes name, name your kid something yeah, tesla tyler yo that's rolex that's, dominique you know what I'm saying? Like, that's double t there's definitely a kid out there named tesla cadillac a kid t- named rolex cadillac tyler <laughs> that's pretty cool couldn't afford a car so she named her daughter alexis this episode has been brought to you by Loom Paddle Company. Love these boards. Go to loompaddlecompany.com, pick up your board, use promo code J-A-B. Now that's a J-A-B. What is it? J-A-B. Oh. Yeah. Live your best lake life. So on the last episode, we were talking about bullying. You <laughs> sound so scared. It, it, brought up, it brought up bad memories. No, you know what I want to talk about? Uh, this is actually not actually bullying. Bullying. We're gonna fall. We're gonna get away from the show notes for a second. I want to talk about. I want to like let all the guys out there know. It's like stop being creepy, man. Like dudes, for the rest of us dudes, just stop being creepy to girls, please. I concur. You know what I'm saying? Recently, my girlfriend had a thing happen where this dude was just exceptionally creepy, like so creepy, and it sucks because like I realize like that happens to a lot of girls and like. It sucks because like, it seems like sometimes they have to just fucking deal with it. Like, yeah, it really you, does. Like my, and one of my friends told me that his girlfriend is constantly like harassed by her boss. What? And, like, he just, she just deals with it because it's like she doesn't want to lose that's her job. Her she doesn't want it to affect her workplace. So she just lives with it. Yeah. That's really, cra- like yeah. that's a crazy life to live. You know, it's like I've, I've never once ever, maybe besides like one point, I've never really been uncomfortable, made uncomfortable by, by a woman to where I was like, you know, mm. I didn't have to just deal with it. Like anytime... It's ever happened. I've been able to just be like, stop that. The please. time the girl licked your face at the bar. Yeah, that was weird. Um, I, you know, I, I always think like I was saying, like times are changing. Times are changing. Yeah, the times, times are, are changing. changing. You, you put your finger in your butt while you masturbate now. <laughs> mm. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I, I, you know, I think that. But at the same time, you know, it, it doesn't always feel that for the women going through those issues. You yeah. know, like the the work thing, right? Yeah. Like. You know, I could. I would tell her like, "Oh, you know, it's 2018. You could probably tell them that makes you uncomfortable, and they wouldn't do it." But then, you know, they're still worried about the person having that power, yeah, and being able to use that like over them. Like, yeah. that's, that's messed up, dude. Fucking Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, fuck Harvey Man. Weinstein. Yeah, fucking shitty, dude. Yeah, and like dudes out here that aren't even millionaires are doing that shit. Yeah, anybody. Yeah. It's crazy. Dude. It's crazy to me. You think that comes with like entitlement? I think I think there's like a lot of reasons for it. I feel like part of it is like a definitely entitlement, but I think another part of it is some men just genuinely feel like that's a woman's purpose. Some men just feel that way. Damn, 
I wonder like how, you know, like how could you think that? Well, there's a few things. I think some of it can be, some of it can be that they've like been involved with women who play that part. You know, mm-hmm. like women who like that's like what they expect of women so you know that's what this guy starts to expect his his outside view of, of, of relationships with sure. women is like that you know but then and then he ends up with a girl who's not that way and it's like he loses his shit because he's used to a certain certain way mm-hmm. yeah. I've, I've noticed here in Houston a lot of women have that like southern bell thing where it's like you know take me on a date you know pay for this pay for that it's like yeah. a lot of that I've noticed a lot of that here absolutely yeah, yeah for sure it's it's much different also you know I think a lot of women like, and I don't, I don't want to, this might sound, this might come off wrong, but a lot of women do like to be put like under control in situations. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say like all oh, women love being told what to do, but I've talked to a lot of girls who, let's see, I don't know if we should keep that because it sounds like, because I am talking about sex, but does that, does that like over, does that flow into regular life? You know, if a girl likes being told what to do during sex, like, do you think, like, the guy would, like, keep that mentality? Like, oh, she likes being told what to do, obviously. I think they're relative, for sure. Because, like, Mm -hmm. it's likely if she enjoys that, then she would enjoy some sort of, some level of control otherwise outside of sex. It seems like that would stem from some sort of, like, mental abuse. For sure. You know, like, that you would crave that? Well, here's an interesting thought. You know, there's, like, girls with daddy issues. Like, that's, like, a common thing. I was just going to say that. I think that there's, it's... It, there's definitely a lot of dudes with mommy issues, but we just don't like talk about. It's not like talked about. Oh, for sure. You know yeah. what I mean, because I think that your mother is the first. Your mother is the first example of a relationship that you get to see in depth and understand on a, like a level like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so like mm-hmm. if your mom was not didn't have a good relationship with you, it might lead to you not having a good relationship with women in your life. So, a question. Yes. So, do you think it could be the opposite too? Is like some women surround themselves because they have daddy issues. For sure. That, For sure. Like around guys that are just shitty guys. For sure. They want approval. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's but, just it's just more talked about and known with daddy issues and girls rather than like men and and mommy yeah, no, issues. You know? Even just like saying it sounds weird. S- like, saying mommy issues. Mommy issues. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I always like questions like what kind of mommy issues like what are you I think, specifically getting at i think that it means um like for example some guys there's just some guys who want the women to do everything like cook clean take care of them like you know and i think that that that's a mommy issue thing, my mom just, coming over and doing the bathroom does. for me or cleaning, <laughs> cleaning my house yeah. you feel attacked oh shit <laughs> <laughs> the room's closing in the, on the, me the moment you realize you have some fucking problems describing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but i mean it's not like yeah i think there's that um looking into my eyes and I think that uh, for guys that can't keep their attention on one girl, I think that's another way, another thing that stems from your mother. Like, because you want, like, that overwhelming attention so that you have, in the second you get bored and she doesn't give you the attention, you go find another toy. You know, I think that's another mm-hmm. mommy issue thing. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, because, it- like, with, your, with the daddy issues, women are just seeking approval from their father. And, and with mommy issues, men are seeking love. Nurturing. Nurturing and Nurturing. love. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. It sucks because I just realized some shit when I was <laughs> just saying that out loud. I'm like thinking, I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. Like, oh. Do you think? Uh, do you think animals like that grow up with their yeah. parents without their parents? Do you think they have issues? Most animals grow up without parents. Like you know, what I mean, they don't grow. Most animals don't That's grow true. up with like mom right. and dad. And most animals don't need that nurturing. Like yeah. some of them are just ready to fucking go in the yeah. wild and kill shit oh cool your wings wings are fully developed i'm gonna push you out of this tree see (laughs) see in 15 years let's not have sex together that'll fuck up the rest of them (laughs) (laughs) let's make sure that doesn't happen 
I wonder if there's incest in nature. For sure, yeah. That's I mean, like, up. you see, like, an elephant being born. Like, it's walking immediately and yeah. just, like, in the fucking tree, yeah. just eating shit. Yeah, all right, Tantor, you're on your own. Yeah. You gotta grow up quick. Yeah. Not, humans aren't like Well, Brock's been 25 for how long now? 25 years. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've, uh... <laughs> I don't know, Brock. I think what's like, what do you think is? What are my it, sexual issues? No, <laughs> I think there's everybody has emotional gaps, and you know, like I think Alec and I kind of just figured ours out here a moment ago. Yeah. What do you think your emotional gap is? Hmm, that's interesting. Tell us, selfish. Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. Tell us, um, tell us. Sometimes, and I realize this. Selfish bitch. I realized this at an earlier <laughs> age, so maybe it's not something that I deal with so much now, but. Being the the youngest child, I felt like I was able to get away with everything. Yeah, and mm. you know, like I was given more than the my, baby. my older brother was. Yeah, I was the baby, and I was always babied. So then, like the older I got, I realized that like I can't expect to just get away with everything. Yeah, you know, like I'm not that police officer's son. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> like I'm not the baby boy there. Like yeah. he's gonna fucking cuff me. Yeah. So I realized that at a young age, and I think I, I've been working on that. Just like realizing that the world's not gonna give me everything I need. Um, you know what's huge about that? Hmm. You're aware. Yeah, exactly. And that's I. It's it's helped me a lot. Um, it, when growing, so I don't have those issues. You know, I've noticed you say that a lot, like about people being aware. I appreciate that because, like, I think a lot of times what makes your fuck like most people have a thing, like mm-hmm. things. But what makes it fucked up is when you're totally oblivious. To it. <laughs> totally like, I just put all my shit together. Yeah. I'm perfectly yeah, right. normal. And then one day you're like, just and, like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? For sure. Yeah, but being able to recognize it is certainly um, yeah. a benefit. I um I feel like everybody thinks that they don't have control over their body, and yeah. I think it should be the total opposite, where you should have control over your yeah. body and if you don't you should work at it and try um new ways you know well i think the not having control of your body is a lot of it's a lot of it's external right so like for here's a here's a beautiful example i'll give it to you al you said something today in the group chat that was like fuck you like i'm going to the gym right and yeah. and brock and i just talked about it this morning and i was like last night i drank i had a few too many mm-hmm. i ate cheesecake I ate like a lot of cheesecake, yeah, yeah, yeah. chips, and hummus. And then you had a good night. So like this morning, I woke up and I was like, uh, I, I was up at like seven thirty in the morning. That's but I just like laid around until yeah. noon. I just like I just like didn't want to do anything. I was so unmotivated. Right. And when I saw you send like that text about going to the gym, I gave myself all the excuses in the book to go do other shit. And I was like, I'll go to the gym later. I don't know what time we're recording. So like yeah. I just went and did other things for nonsensical things to distract myself from doing Thing what I should have yeah. done. Do you ever and, work out at night? No, I don't like to. I don't. It's not. It's, you know. I feel like everybody has like their own period of time, day that's like the best for them to work out. Mm-hmm. Me working out at night, it's just never the the enthusiasm isn't the same. So if it's afternoon, you're like, well, I guess I'm not working out today. No, no, not really. Like it, I won't work out past like six or se- six or seven mm-hmm. usually. But um, it's for me, it's like well, as men have the most, your testosterone is the highest level in your body in the morning. That's why you get morning wood. You ever think about that? No, I never yeah, thought about because that. Because your testosterone is the highest point. Throughout the day, it's... I thought like, I was just so excited for the new day. <laughs> I'm just I got a, a boner. <laughs> I got a boner for life. Yeah. Um, Time yeah. to suck today's dick. So, like, for myself, like, I like I love to work out between, like, 7 and 9. Like, I've found that that's the most effective when I'm, like, in the zone. But a lot mm. of times outside of that, it's just, like, you know, it's not there for me. Yeah. Um. This happened to me recently because before I was working till like, 9 or 10 o'clock. And I would go to the gym at night, at, at night, yeah. ten thirty. I had really good workouts, but I'd be up for a long time. And yeah. now I'm readjusting my body to do it during, like, hopefully the morning or afternoon, depending on my schedule and when I have time. Yeah. And if it does become like, say, three o'clock, I almost made up in my head that I'm not going. Yeah. Mm. So this past two weeks, 
I usually get done with work around like five or six. So I go after that. So I'm trying to. It helps you work at a gym too. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a... Well, they don't know that yet. Yeah, it's the best benefit. <laughs> but yeah, it does help. When I was when I was like uh, 18 after high school, so I turned 19, whatever. Um, I was working a serving a bartending job, and there were a lot of times where I would get done fairly late, and I would go home and I'd go to the gym after. And there's a lot of times I was at the gym at like. 1 30 in the morning it's wow. crazy it's really because like you know the gyms are 24 hours for a reason yeah so they were open and there was never anybody there Super quiet. i was just like there and i could do whatever i want at the own speed i want and it was really interesting but i feel like i don't have that motivation now to get up at one in the morning and no. go work out like it's late yeah. yeah i had this um conversation with someone at the gym and i was we were talking about like we were talking about switching up his workout and all that stuff and he's like oh i just want to find something i like I want to find something that's like good for me. For sure. And I'm like, well, getting out of your comfort zone might get you better results than being in your comfort zone. Because he was pretty like in shape, but he always wanted to keep to the same consistency. So that's where I feel like with gym timing is like maybe sometimes if you push yourself to go out of those times, it could benefit you when you are in those times. And stuff yeah. Like, vice yeah. Versa. Also, I think if you get up and get it out of the way earlier it's less time to make excuses for yourself yeah. like jordan oh, you and i were just talking about there's so many like it's so easy to just like not do it some days and you trick yourself into doing other stuff and you don't realize like, you're, yeah, you're it's just, like oh man like yeah. I can't, shoot i can't I work out gotta go do yeah gotta go pick that up there heyday but yeah. like if you wake up and get up to go do it you don't have time to make excuses for have yourself. you jocko willink is a jocko willink and mark Wahlberg do this 4 a.m thing both of them are so like early. let's get up at 4 a.m and work out i think they're in the gym at 4 a.m would do you think that's something you could do oh hell no I, mean, I go to bed at four. You got to go to bed at like to get up at four and be like functional. You got to go to bed at like nine thirty. Yeah, you have to be. You no, because you have to get up at three. So let's say you get six nine, hours 10, of sleep. 11, 12, be like one, two, three. Yeah, it's nine. Yeah, you could you could get six hours of sleep and go to bed at nine. Yeah. I haven't gone to bed at nine in a long time, unless purpose. I was like day drinking. Yeah, <laughs> which is way different than Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg's also racist though, so he gets racist sleep. But you know, I don't think he's that racist. His trainer is Asian, and his 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 nutritionist. It's all front. His nutritionist is a black Jamaican dude. I don't know why I have to define black Jamaican. It's like usually you put that together when you say Jamaican, <laughs> but he's an African American. Ja- no, I'm just kidding. He's an African Jamaican man, whatever. Um, but yeah, you know, I think for for the fuck of it, we should just try it one day. See, get ourselves in the gym at four a.m. for a week four. every day, and just see what it feels like. Mm. One week. Yeah, I'm down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think one thing that like I tell people is. I hate going to the gym. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mm. hate it. I hate going to the gym. I enjoy about the middle to end of my workout because my blood's going and I'm getting like the endorphins. And then when I get home, but going yeah. to the gym, I fucking hate, dude. You know, um, <laughs> I went through a breakup last year with a girl I was dating for like five years and it was mm-hmm. really hard. And the one thing that I just like clung to, clung, clang, clung to. <laughs> Clink and clank. I learned how to kick a heavy bag to kick and punch. Like mm-hmm. I just learned how to punch and kick a heavy bag. Huh. I fucked up a heavy bag for like forty-five minutes every day. You know, like the Sparta kick. Yeah. Repe- repeatedly, just like, just, yeah, over and over again. Boom, boom, boom for yeah. like forty-five minutes straight. To the point, like my hamstrings are hurt, like sore. Mm. I was learning how to kick and punch, and I like lost so much body fat from that. And it was weird because it was just like that's like how I got through. Like I'll just zone yeah. out on his bag and kick Damn. the piss out of it. 
That's fucking yeah, dope. I mean, that's good that. You, but stress relief. That's what I was kind of getting to. Is like it's it's about stress relief. Stress relief. You know, anytime people tell me like they're stressed sure. out, like I'm so stressed out, I can't work out. It's like that shouldn't be the mentality. Mm-hmm. You should work out, and it'll mm-hmm. deal with your stress. Yeah. A lot of people don't get that. You have a certain amount of like <laughs> inside of you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. if you don't get that shit out, mm-hmm. it builds up, and then you fucking end up, you know. Kicking yeah. a hole in the wall or something. Well, going back to like the, you know, it's easy to like just make excuses for yourself not to do it. It's so much easier when you have stuff going on mentally. Like, I'm having a shitty day. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But like you, like you said, it really does make you feel better if you go yeah. just do it. And one thing that I was going to actually bring up to you, um, because people who do go to the gym like consistency and consistently and like go all out and stuff is doing the opposite. Like a yoga or something. I heard that's yeah. really good. Interesting. And, uh, I was going to see if you want to try it out with me. I would do yoga. Broga. Broga. Bro yeah, yoga. Too. Thanks. Thanks for including me. I appreciate you. I'm sorry. I love you. Love you too. Always. <laughs> Dude, nice sneeze. Jordan just sneezed all um, over his knees. Get him know, a napkin, please. It's interesting. Uh, something that recently has been weird for me is um, I, I have never really been like, I don't, I'm not going to say I don't believe in mental disorders but i've always been like skeptical of what it really comes from like is it a really a chemical imbalance is just like you know how you feel and it's not a thing you know it's like i've always wondered right or it's a mentality just whatever mm. and uh recently like a couple like a week ago i had like three days where i just had no energy like no brain power and i was like out of it and i started to think like that i couldn't control it yeah. and i started to think like what if you know this is what some people do all the fucking time and it was really weird for me because, like, you guys, like, you guys know, like, I, I generally probably the most energetic person in the room. Yeah, and, like, you move around a lot. Happiest, absolutely. So it was weird for three days, man. Like, I was just like in my head, everything I was doing, I was like, I don't fucking want to do this. Mm-hmm. I was just out of it, man. It was yeah. very strange. So I'm starting to appreciate that a little bit more. Yeah, uh, like that's a real thing. Like, um, being aware. Okay, I'm gonna ask you some questions. Let's hear it. What, like, since you're just experiencing it, let's hear it. What do you think um, was adding up to that? Everything, bro. Like a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because. Did you feel it like adding up? Yeah, like it was like it was like every few moments there was just something that was like okay here you know and generally I try to like ignore that stuff but like I I remember one the the funniest the most ironic part of it was I had like a you know long shitty day and this and that and I was home like cooking dinner and, and like I was telling like I was telling my girlfriend like how like shitty my day was and I like mm. looked over and my dog was shitting all over my living room. Oh no. <laughs> like, yeah. He's just like walking around like drop one here and you take a few steps and he's looking at me the whole mm. fucking time and I was like I'm literally getting shit on. Like I'm I like took a picture of it and I was like I'm literally getting shit on. Like what is happening? That's funny. And then I kind of just sat in my kitchen like looking at the poop and then I was like looking for the positive. I was like okay, it's solid chunks. I can just pick them up. I have toilet paper. Did you do anything to get to the point of thinking of the positives? Yeah, I just sat there for. I just sat for a second. Yeah, like like I like like got. You know, you squat down. It's good that you're able to do that. Yeah, but it takes a second, bro. Dude, I've had times where I'm like in the middle of a mental breakdown, (laughs) and so many things are happening where you just kind of laugh. Like, this literally like (laughs) I think it couldn't get worse, and it's getting worse. Like, what else? Evil Twitch is going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I'm not even mad anymore. Like it's. This is yeah. just what where my life is at right now. Yeah. Like things are going wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna have to deal with this. Like right. it's gonna yeah, get better, dude. but it's good that you're able to find positives in your dog good. taking a it, shit on your. It takes time to yard like, uh, floor. You ever, when you were a kid, did you ever like, break shit? Were you ever the kid that did? I broke. I punched dude. holes. In oh, like when you were mad. I'd smash things. I remember so having weird. a skateboard and I was mad one night and yeah. I just consistently was banging against the Hulk wall. Smash, bro. Mm. Yeah. It's terrible. Like my childhood. I, so I, I had a when I was a young. I lived in a trailer park and my bedroom was the front bedroom of the trailer park and I remember when we moved out of the trailer park when like looking at it when it was done 
I would take a hammer. I just, so I'd bust holes. Trailer park walls are fucking flimsy. Everybody oh, knows yeah, that. Right? Yeah, so I'd sure. bust so holes in the wall so easily. And I had this ledge in the front, and the ledge was pretty solid. So I could take a hammer and fucking bang Ooh. on this ledge, and it wouldn't break that easily. It probably easily. felt so good. It too. did, Susan. Yeah. I remember like, looking at this ledge, and it was all like warped and deformed <laughs> and shit, because I'd just bang on it with a hammer. <laughs> and I, you know, you, I think about how fucking crazy that is. Mm. It's like now, like, some shit, I can go through some stuff, and it what has what always worked for me. Is I like to like take in stories from people who've had really fucking hard things to go through. Like earlier today, mm. we were watching a story of this guy who went to prison, 21, he went to wrongfully convicted for a rape and a murder, and he was in prison for 20, 21, 22 years. And a bunch of shit happened to him. Like he just went through hell, right? Like over and over again, tortured by guards. Damn. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, like my dog shit in my living room of my apartment. <laughs> of yeah, your, yeah, you know yeah, of your like, apartment and shit. Yeah. Like, what else could go yeah. wrong? You know, and but it's really that's not where that I big try to deal. go with it, man, because like, Otherwise, you just drive yourself crazy. Okay, so now after like everything happened, what helped you get out of it? Sleeping it was really something. Yeah. Like I, Taking I, some I just time. needed to sleep it off. Yeah, I needed to sleep it mm. off, and I needed to. Uh, I actually um, Black's new album. Okay, mm. dude, that music. Album, yeah, 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 dude, that yeah. album like just jamming in the car. Like I have like this big Bose speaker at home, and I just like sit in front of it, and just, <laughs> just like, on blast. Mm-hmm. Just like it felt like <laughs> your ears on the speaker. <laughs> just like, yeah, no. give it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And like just listening to music and it's like being able to relax um, my dumb fucking dog and he was cool. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't shitting on my shit. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. you know, can't be mad he's a dog. But yeah. it was that and um also like that few days, like uh communicating is hard for me when I get to that point. Mm-hmm. So like I just told people like like hey look, I don't want to talk. Like, you know, like yeah. I would tell I told my girlfriend like, Hey, like I'm not it's not about you. It's just like I just don't want to talk yeah. to you right you now. You told me that too. Yeah. And I, I respect it. And yeah. I was like, yeah, bro. And that's like the shit I need. You know, it's, it's weird to people think because mm-hmm. like they see me like that. And then like a day later, I'm like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. What's good? And I'm no. in my face like yeah. jumping. It's like, what is when, wrong with you? When just I walked in your office, I saw it on your face. And I was Man. like, okay, yeah, it's mm-hmm. cool. Like you just need some time. And, yeah, just need to be like And to be still. away from things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew it. You know, I've been in situations where I just need some time and I don't want to talk to people. And, like, people I've been with, I'll tell them that. And then they'll kind of, like, make it about themselves and make me feel bad about it when I'm already feeling bad. It's just, like, the worst way you can handle that situation. Fuck me up. One thing, like, I have the complete opposite from you guys is I distance myself on purpose. And then, like, I stay in that rut for a long time. So I need to do the complete opposite. I need to push myself to talk to people about it. It's hard to, though. And, like... No, yeah, it is. I'm just... Because that's where I was, and like, if I do that, like, I won't come out of it mm-hmm. yeah. at all. Like, I'm not mentally strong enough sometimes to come out of it. So if I speak about, it, especially with like you guys or something, it makes things that much better for me. But I, it's hard to get there. Yeah. Well, we're talking about uh, you know getting out of it, and you mentioned how sl- sleep make you made you feel better. Like all of us and our listeners definitely know like how lit those depression naps can be. Yeah. Like when you can't yeah. do anything, you're just like, I need to sleep. Yeah, I just need to but shut at down. This, at the same time, I've been in situations where I've done that, and like nothing's changed when I wake up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I just it's I just didn't do anything to fix my problem as well. So like, and it's kind of like like that feels good at the time. But and it's so hard to do stuff that will make you feel better. Like if you need to go out and talk to people, you need to go work out, you yeah, need to yeah. like, you know, cook dinner for yourself. Like it's so easy to just be like, fuck that. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. And sometimes that just doesn't fix it. Yeah. And like, it's crazy. Yeah. Cause some people do need that time. And I've seen mm-hmm. them like, like Jordan, like you yep. came out of it you were like glowing. Yeah, like the next yeah. day at work, you're like, what's up motherfucker? And I was like, <laughs> holy shit. And then like me, if I, if I were to go home, like I'm staying home, like I'll yeah. probably call into work the next day yeah. just because I'm in like a rut. So yeah, bro, I guess it's, it's good different. that it's good that you found out like 
what but, exactly works for you. I think like what I'm picking up from like talking about this is like I think it's just important for whoever you are to find find what find what the fuck gets you out of it. You know, like yeah. find something. Yeah, if absolutely. it's just scribbling on a piece of paper for an hour, there's an answer to every solution. Yeah. You just gotta find it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I I have this uh, <laughs> I have this painting um, that I've been working on for like six months now. You're I, painting it. Yeah, I pick it up every once in a while. I work on it. Right. Cool. And uh, so the problem with this is, is like the first time I did it, it was really like weirdly sexual. <laughs> I didn't mean to at all. So it was like a tree. There's a tree and like a big, you know, big tree with like leaves on top of it. And then one side of the painting, <laughs> one side of the tree, the tree cuts the painting into like a like two yeah. thirds and a third, right? So the bulk of it was pink, and then the other side was blue. And then like I drew like grass, which is like growth and life, and pink blue babies, you know. And, and then <laughs> the pink is you know like a girl and a boy. Know, and, yeah, yeah. and then I drew like. I don't know. It was, it was just wild. Like, to me, it was just like squiggly lines. Okay. And it looked like like semen. Semen. Sperm cells, right? <laughs> and then out of nowhere, I drew fucking apples in the tree. Again, like tree of life apples. And then I drew like a little stick person. I thought it was just, I, it was just weird. I was like in the zone. I felt <laughs> so good about this painting. And I showed it to a person and she's like, that is very phallic. And like, <laughs> she's like, what are you thinking about? Yeah. Like, are you, are you horny or something? And I was like, I don't know. And then it sounds like, so I don't know. In my, in my shame. So like, I, after I showed her the picture, like in my shame, like a couple weeks later, I tried to work on the picture again and I did all this shit to it and I changed it and it still was phallic. I could not, like it still looked like a dick. So I, I just went hard. Dick tree? Yeah. One time, like I just Damn. covered, I covered my shame, right? I covered the whole thing with paint. Like, Oh, I, you redid I covered it? up the entire painting that I made the, the first two ones that I did, right? Oh shit. This whole shit is all, I was like, oh, music playing and like my hands are all over and different brushes and sponges and shit. And I got finished Sounds like with a it. moment. <laughs> I know, right? And I, I like Sounds got even done more working on it. Shut up. Uh, at phallic Alec. I got, <laughs> I got done with it, and um, I had two friends come over, and his, my my friend and his girlfriend, and they're looking at it and kind of like observing it, and it looked like a fucking dick again. Damn. Like it looked like an ejaculating penis. Dude, do you know what this reminds me of? What? Super bad. The super bad scene, yeah. dude. dude I used to like draw it. some dicks. You remember? Back yeah, in school? I remember. I used to draw dicks on everything. Yeah. I take dicks and draw them in like margins <laughs> of people's homework. So when they turn it in, there's just little dicks. Dude, I still have my yearbooks. So you think you drew a dick in there? It's pretty likely. It's that a good funny as hell. So one time, Jordan and I, this is like senior year, we were Wait, in the let same. Me, let me finish the dick. Picture, okay, all right, all right, all right. right. So I finished. I finished on it this time, and I swear to God, there was no penis in it. I was like, no dick at mm-hmm. all. And I showed it to him, and she's, and I'm like, what does it look like? And he said something. I can't remember what he said, but she turns her head to the side and she's. Like, kind of looks like a, like oh, a dick. <laughs> and I was shit. like, no! Ah! I showed my girlfriend, and she was like, I see a dick too. And I'm like, no! I was like, what is wrong with me? You got dick on the brain. Dick yeah. on the brain. <laughs> oh, go ahead. All right. Time. So, uh, senior year, Jordan and I were in a class. We were like, a mar- it was a marketing class, and we were uh, creating images, and we got done super fast, so yeah. we had a lot of time to just fuck off. We didn't. Slow down. <laughs> I'm so excited about the story, goddamn! So Dicks! Bad. All right, my bad. All right, take it down, Brock. All right. Resume. So Jordan and I were in a marketing class, and we got done super fast, and it was actually really good. Like yeah, a project we, that we, we did. We got a book title. Yeah, we, we, we made damn. a cover, cover a book. book, and book picked, cover, yeah. Yeah. We worked mm-hmm. zero out. We worked zero hours on it. Like, <laughs> it the first, was quick. The first thing we did, the first idea we had, we got done in fifteen minutes, and mm. that was it. And this and we, was this we, was like a three week class. Or we just something. tweaked like <laughs> little colors and maybe the font. And that was yeah. we just other than that, we just played balloons. Yeah, we played balloons tower defense. Okay, that's why the jab started. Right there, dude. 
So um, we had a lot of time to fuck off, oh, and two one hours day, back to back. Yeah, every day. One, <laughs> one day we had a substitute teacher, and uh, he was just like an older white guy, just like super vanilla. And we were fucking around, and uh, Jordan was drawing dicks on a finger. <laughs> you know, like big surprise. And he's like, "Okay, they're laughing, goofing off. Obviously, they're not working." He like walks over, and he's like, "Sees the paper." And Jordan puts his hands on it and covers it. And he's like, "What is that?" And he's like, nothing. He's like, let me see it. And Jordan's like, mm-mm. <laughs> like, no. And then he, like, grabs the paper and starts to pull it. Jordan's still, like, holding on to it, but he kind of just, it slides out. And he looks at it, and he's a dick, and he didn't say anything. <laughs> he just, like, walked away to tell, like, the, the regular teachers. And they thought it was funny. They thought it was hilarious. They yeah. called me into a health class to draw a dick on the board for the classroom. <laughs> Bro, and so I, I was just, what? I'm yeah. walking through the hallways, and one of them saw me. He's like, Jordan, Jordan. And I'm like, I walk into the class, there's a whole classroom of kids, and they're like, because <laughs> they, they all talked about the drawing. Yeah. Whole, so, there's a movie yeah, scene. So, yeah. so like, show us, what you can, show us how you can draw one. Draw one on the board. I'm like, I have a fucking dry erase marker in my hand. I'm like, this is this could be trouble. <laughs> like, That's a setup. This is a setup, yeah. I what the big, fuck, dude? I big, veiny motherfucking dick on the board, and I just put the marker down and left. Cause <laughs> this is like, I was like, this is weird, man. Like, <laughs> You drew veins on Balls it? and pubes and everything, dude. Like a big <laughs> dick. Like a big fat cock on the board, on a dry erase board in front of you. Know, you know, like oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I can't believe that it was a, that I got away with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and when that, <laughs> yeah, when that happened, the substitute teacher uh, told like the people who ran our school, wild. like yeah, he drew this, and they were trying so hard not to laugh. Yeah. You know, like they're trying to take this guy seriously. He's like, he draw a. Uh, penis you know, like, <laughs> they're just like oh no you know, like, that's Dude, terrible you, i was you remember i was jacking off with it that's, <laughs> yeah, that's why i got caught because I, I had it in my lap and i was like jacking off with it and yeah, he was like, like so, the drawing I mean, he, the so guy weird. the teacher was behind me he's like i know what that is oh i know what that motion God. means that's a penis <laughs> yeah dude it was crazy I, I i can't believe i can't believe so many things about that like we got a book cover published mm-hmm. how do you just pull that story out of your ass yeah, this is gold yeah, yeah it's, it's good that's a funny ass time it's a great school I, I, there was they so should you know how like when they set up that's groups gold. and classes we were the group that 100% not one of us should have been in the same group together like yeah, that was the there sure. was a whole group of us doing that uh-huh. I think they should have split us up. I don't think Denzel did anything. Mm-mm. I don't even think he came out to take the picture. The <laughs> that I think he literally just went straight to balloons, <laughs> and the rest and the rest of us all like kind of worked on it. Yeah. You know what our idea was? All we did was take a lemon. We took a picture of a kid, just one picture, nothing special, just him standing there. And we took a lemon. The book was called Lemonade Stand Economics. Mm-hmm. We took a lemon. We made his picture black and white. We took the lemon, left it yellow, and put it right over his mouth. Dude, it was a good ass cover, and that was it. This is Jordan and I's brainchild. We yeah. did it real quick. I was like, seriously. I was like, took a picture of this kid. I was like, hey, I need your face. Come on. <laughs> it's going to be great. And then we put the lemon on, and it was just like super bright yellow on a yeah. black and white background. Dude, the, that's the, super the author saw talented. that and was like, dude, that's fucking tight. Yeah. You know, it's... like, and you don't need to fester on ideas forever for them to be good ideas. Yeah. We just simple. And then we jacked off paper dicks. Yeah. <laughs> See, my, my thing is when dude, he, when he was, awesome. when he was trying to grab my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like thinking to myself because like this point <laughs> at this point I started like I, I got in trouble for like a fight in the park and I started thinking to myself like okay you can get in real trouble for shit and I was like how much I was like going through it in my I was like how much trouble can I get in like is this sexually a tra- like can I get a crime like a charge for this for when he's trying to grab my dick nudity at a park yeah and then let like who, lo and behold like I didn't get in any trouble and who thought it was hilarious mm-hmm. on that note this has been episode eleven my name is Breezy Rando this is Young Al and people call me Jay. Whoop!
Stay cool, Houston. Watch out for the jab.